Hey y'all, welcome back to the Latte Lowdown. I'm your host Cherish. And I'm your host Hope. And we are back again with another episode for you guys to hopefully enjoy. <laughs> and so since last week's episode, um, well, what's happened, Hope? Because I just want to know. Let the people know. About my week? Or about sure. the episodes? Oh, that's good. That would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> here's the thing. Last week's episode was so much fun. Um, you know, we were talking about worldly feminine versus no. Yes, was it? Godly, biblical feminine, yeah, biblical versus, feminine worldly versus worldly feminist. feminist. And that's a fun topic. And it's so broad. So we decided we're gonna start a new girl talk series. Yep. And today's episode is titled Friendships with Women. Seems yeah. simple, right? <laughs> Navigating you would think. female friendships. Yeah, <laughs> you would think. Um, but yes, Hope, tell me about your week. What's it been like? What's been going on? All Ooh. the things. Well, I, I've worked out consistently for three days now. <laughs> pain. <laughs> yeah, pain. So I'm sore. <laughs> nice. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we've been back at the gym together, which has been really fun. And uh, I don't know if I've had a lot of other stuff going on this week. It's been kind of a chill week. It's been good. That's fair. Yeah, Manny's been back at school, so it's been chill at home. Been hanging out with my mom a lot, doing the gardening, doing the work outside, hanging out. It's been fun. It's been good. We're trying to get our sourdough starter revived. <laughs> Wow, you said that there was nothing going on, and then you just listed so many things. Because those feels like those feel like chill things. Like I wasn't, we weren't like going out, partying. When do you ever? <laughs> <laughs> true. That's not true. True. Okay. Well, what about your week? What was going on? Um. Yeah. <laughs> it was a. It was kind of a chill week. I feel like I've been busy. I mean, you know, doctor's appointments and whatnot. But otherwise, not much has been happening. Been mm. frequenting my church a little bit more in the week because of some midweek ministries and stuff, which was fun. Nice. And uh, that's about it. Honestly, it's been super chill. And yeah, the gym has been really nice. It's been nice to get back and um. Hope was collapsing in the parking lot today while laughing because apparently <laughs> laughing makes your legs give out. Listen, we did a really hard leg and glutes workout today. It was fun. It got to me and it was making my knees go up from under me. <laughs> it was a really painful workout, but it was great. We loved uh, it. You made me do those horrible lunge things, which were awful. They were weighted. I just hate lunges. Yeah, I don't like them at all. Why are they so hard? I don't know. I feel like I can squat for days, but lunges <laughs> is just like, oh my gosh, my legs start giving out. My knees are like folding and I'm just so confused. Like, oh, I yeah. don't understand. It was not fun. And my my like chest and my back, all the upper body hurts from the day before. It, it was just, it was a fun combo in that parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Anyway, um, yeah, well, that's about it though. Not much else going on. Oh, I finished Hosea finally. Hosea. I did finish Hosea in the nice. Starbucks. Okay, okay. What'd you think? What What got me was <laughs> the 13th chapter. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I was laughing because of the whole, like, God calling them out for all being a bunch of hoes for basically. other idols. <laughs> basically. <laughs> but uh, the thir I was reading, and then I get to the 13th chapter, and he goes on, like, a really violent streak. Talking about being the lion and ripping them open. <laughs> and 
<laughs> and then you move to the 14th chapter and he's like, and they will eventually come back to me and we'll all be a happy family again. <laughs> oh, like, man. Whoa. <laughs> that took quite a turn there. That's probably not the book I'd recommend for like <laughs> new Christian <laughs> right off the bat. And be like, work your way into that one. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot good of one. Uh, it's punishment a good one. God telling the people that he's going to remove himself and famine and miscarriages and all kinds of stuff and children of whoredom it's well, it's really good when you think about what they were doing honestly it's kind of merciful for them to oh, not yeah. have to endure what they were doing because what they were like putting on themselves oh my gosh why are they going crazy they were wilding out <laughs> it was like spring breakers all day spring every day no. like what <laughs> my gosh no it was pretty wild so yeah so now i gotta figure out what to read next and because we've been talking about doing the girl talk series i'm actually thinking about going back and reading esther again <gasps> esther she's I, I, cool I yeah no that's it's a good. good one that's really good oh man i've been reading and um well i just got into ezekiel in the past week oh, which nice. is a fun one i love ezekiel <laughs> yeah so good <laughs> Apparently Manny does too. Yeah, Manny's excited because that's what he's studying right now. <laughs> and it's it's really good. Um, and it's been weird because I've been reading my word, and then I finished my notebook, but I haven't decided if I want to. <laughs> I probably should start a new notebook, but I have so many, so I'm like deciding which one to use. And so <laughs> I'm bored like, of notebooks. <laughs> I don't know why it's important to me, but it has to like match up. Anyway. So I'm like reading through my word and then I'm reading through a devotional and uh, it's pretty interesting like how some of my things have been matching up really on um, essentially the Great Commission, just like being mm. a witness and our responsibility in that area. And I I think it's great. I think it's a really important thing to remember, you know, mm. uh, but it's kind of crazy that it's coming up so much in what I've been reading and what I've been studying in my devotion, which they're not even correlating book wise. I mean, obviously it's the Bible. So the message is the same, but, <laughs> but like, it's just kind of, kind of cool. So that's been kind of thought provoking for me. I've been thinking about how, uh, well, no, cause I don't want it to sound like I'm trying to make moves myself, but I've just been asking the Lord to use <laughs> in some way or shape or form i'm not trying to forge my own path in god's kingdom i want him to use me however he wants to you know so um that's basically just what i'm i've been praying about and asking the lord uh to use me that's that's been that's been fun this week Hmm. except for that terrible terrible situation on monday which i just chew out i just feel like i was not obedient to the lord and it just sucks can we just talk about how not being obedient sucks because it's almost like he works everything for our good right and i'm just like oh man i just felt so bad chairs was struggling that day i'm just so mad man like i so what had happened was i walked into the store and there was this man inside that i saw and um he was on the outside of the store when i was leaving and he was like in a wheelchair and whatnot and that's not why i felt bad like sure it's not great but i'm not gonna like you know i'm not freaking out but i just felt bad because like when i walked out <clears throat> he asked for change but i didn't have any on me and so 
Um, you know, I was like, oh no, sir, I don't have any. Sorry, God bless you. But then I was like, man, I should pray for him. And then I was like, oh man, I'm by myself. I feel really vulnerable. What if like somebody attacks me? For what though? Why would anyone attack me? <laughs> what if you're a woman and like, we're talking about <laughs> this whole series is about being a woman? Uh, you'll know. Yeah. Especially if you've listened to any kind of true crime, <laughs> our hairs are kind of standing up. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I I definitely am aware, but it's not like like I, I'm pretty I'm pretty good at being aware of my surroundings, and there wasn't really any threat that I had seen. Um, but I just like I could have easily put my stuff in my car and went back to him, and just like asked him if I could pray for him or ask him if he knew the Lord, you know, and I just like let fear get in the way of that for whatever reason and so I was just like excuse me I was just like beating myself up over that because it's so frustrating because like that could have been the moment that I've been praying for because I have I always am praying like Lord use me do something like literally whatever it is and give me the boldness to do it and then in that time I did not have the boldness to do it I was a wimp and I hate it. <laughs> so anyway, I'm struggling with that. But I'm just like, oh, man, like it, at the very least, I could have prayed for him or said, I will pray for you, even if you wouldn't let me pray for him right then, you know, <laughs> and I just don't like that I didn't handle that situation better. So that's <laughs> also like, been for working for me. The way you phrased that last part is like, I could have I could have sacrificed myself to him. I could <laughs> have. God's work. <laughs> I could have, but think about it. Like, think, like, I don't know his situation. Like, I don't know if he knows That's God true. or not, but it's worth it if I can, if at least God can use me to plant that seed, you know? Like, honestly, he sacrificed himself for all of us. The least I can do is sacrifice myself for this old man who may or may not be desperate to know the Lord. It's true, and so, it's, it's hard to make that call and have trust, yeah. especially because we were talking about it in at um our Bible time this morning. Like, yeah, there's so many deceitful people, so having mm. to get over that hurdle of questioning, well, is this person lying to me? Like you said, that question of seeing people before being attacked. Cause some people can play that they're wheelchair bound oh, and that yeah, was in I've the back that. of your mind of just mm-hmm. is this guy actually wheelchair bound or is there a possibility that he could overpower me like yeah. it, and that's it's hard it's hard to make that judgment call it's hard to feel like you can reach out to people when you yeah. don't feel safe it's interesting but yeah so i've just been um you know Another thing with that is, is like, if I'm feeling as though God's leading me to do this, then I also have to trust and believe that if he's leading me to do this, that he's going to be with me, obviously, right? And, like, True. he's going to protect me to do that. And truthfully, I, I like, feel like I misjudged that man. And that's just mm-hmm. another thing. Like, here I am judging this person. So I'm going kind of crazy. And that's just been on my heart. And I don't want to make that mistake because there's a desperate need for Jesus in this world. And I I see the need and I had a chance to kind of fulfill it, but I didn't. And it's just bothersome, but I want to take it and learn. So, yeah. Well, and now you feel like the effects of walking away and maybe feeling like prejudging that person or having skepticism. And Mm -hmm. you can have more prayer and think about it or really pray before 
you go into a situation like going back to your car yeah like you said and thinking about it and assessing the situation but yeah it's hard because we can never know for certain but you're right like how is the word to be spread or the love of jesus going to be spread if we're always afraid to talk or to reach out to people yeah i don't want to be afraid i don't like feeling weak mm-hmm. I, I i'm okay with depending on god in that situation but i'm always just like you know like god doesn't give us a spirit of fear or timidity so true anyway taking that <laughs> on learning so so much fun oddly enough that is not our topic i'll <laughs> spent quite some time on that but yeah nice little fun story and something to think about yeah would you like to do the disclaimer before we are to actual topic (laughs) for anybody new or if you've been here with us before and listened to our past episodes we like to give a little bit of a disclaimer before we jump into our main topic guys we're just two um young women girls in their young 20s just figuring life out as we're going along This podcast is all about opening discussion, asking questions, talking about things that have been on our hearts and on our minds recently. Um, But we really encourage you guys to be Bereans, to go into your word, to do research for yourself. What we say is not absolute fact. We're drawing what we (laughs) know or or are thinking about from the word. Uh, We'll give you scripture, but we always want you guys to go back and look at things in context. And um, to do your own research, this is just to open up discussion with you guys, maybe between your friends, with a pastor, uh, other women, um, or your spouse, you know, uh, just people close to your family members. Uh, That's what this podcast is really for, just for us to talk to you guys and tell you guys what we've been thinking about. So anyway, we're jumping into our main topic for today. We're talking about navigating female friendships. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Yes. All right, Cherish. So much fun. You want to open us up? Hey, yo. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I will start. Um, okay. My first point. Here it is. You're not going to believe this, <laughs> but perhaps if you're seeking friendships, you should search for friends within your church body. Mm. Imagine that. <laughs> That's a tough one. Just kidding. It's really not. Honestly, I feel like a lot of people. Well, actually, hold on. It can very well be tough because I've been. I feel like a lot of churches struggle with, you know, like clickiness. Yeah, kind of thing. It can. It can be a thing. It can be a real thing. But even in that, there's, um. There, there is community to be found, and if you really plug in. You can find that community, and I've been mm. in that situation, like Hope mentioned, like we've both been in that situation where it's like, why is it like this? Why does it seem so difficult yeah, to why do I connect so with these isolated. people? <laughs> with these people, yeah, and yeah, and but God's been so faithful in providing like a good friend that we can find in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say like in the church, it may not necessarily be. Hopefully, you can find someone in your exact church, but like along along the lines of the same belief system like hope and i don't go to the exact same church we did for some time Mm -hmm. but now we're going to different churches but it's like we know where you know both we're friends and we get connected with other people in each other's churches and yeah yeah and so 
Something to think about for those of you who are like, I don't want a friend. I uh, like being alone. I don't know who's saying that, but if you are, <laughs> yeah, um, I want to point out Galatians 6 verse 2, which says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Hmm. And I love that because I love the, the thought of being able to partner with others, especially with other women of god who can like encourage you in your time of need and stuff and and so often i'm speaking from my personal experience so often i felt like a burden to others before but this is such a like a good reminder like no we're called to be in community and fellowship with others and bearing one another's burdens and and it's not always fun, but it doesn't have to be, really. I think there's there's so much joy to be found um, in the struggle with community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, anyway, I just really love that. And I also love Ecclesiastes 4 through 12, which in, in my version um, that I have, which is the New King James Version, mm-hmm. it's titled The Value of a Friend. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so awesome. Anyway, it says, um, starting verse nine, it says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Really quick, I just realized that I have a story for that. Again, if two lie down together and it will keep warm, they will keep warm. But how will one be warm alone? That's verse 11. I almost froze to death in the mountains of Arizona one time. And <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was not okay. Like I was camping with a large group of people and a lot of us were freezing absolutely frozen i was wearing i think like <laughs> two or three pairs of pants like layers like sweats <laughs> and t- pants i had like four pairs of socks on like three jackets and i was in a sleeping bag absolutely frozen because i had nothing underneath my tent that i was in mm. and it's just like the mistake of a lifetime because the earth's crust is like i'm gonna take it all all the heat (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. such an exothermic process guys it's terrible if you've never (laughs) done it don't don't do it i'm just i'm warning you now bring something to put under your tent or something or under you but anyway i was freezing and there's this other girl that i met literally that day in the like when we got to the camp and she was also like she was gonna be sleeping in a hammock by herself and i said oh no <laughs> hey, yo, don't do that i said you can come into my tent like i just have me because the other person that was gonna be in there was like oh i want to sleep in a hammock so i was like well if you don't want to sleep in your hammock join me in this tent and so she did and she <laughs> is the tiniest she's so sweet i love her she's awesome um and she's like so small so she literally warmed like my arm and that was it. <laughs> but that source of warmth throughout the night i was just like oh my gosh like she saved my life and so that was how our friendship began 
By warming your arm. By the warming power my arm. Of friendship, guys. It really a was true crazy. friend will warm your arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And she's like, the next day, she's like, that was the best sleep I've ever had. And I was like, you're joking. You're joking. I'm glad I could be here. <laughs> what is it? What is the word that I'm looking for? Furnace. Your, yeah, I'm glad your I could be your source of heat. Warmness, something to snuggle with, a stuffy. Yeah. yeah, no, she was like, Oh, yeah, I slept so good. And I woke up, guys, my eyes were like swollen. I looked like a squirrel. Like, I was, I had probably slept. When I tell you that was the longest night of my life, it was so cold. I probably slept for a total of like two hours, maybe. Do you know the beginning scene of Christmas Vacation when they're going to go look and find the tree and the daughter's eyes are frozen? No, I can't remember that. The tree and he's, he's asking her what she thinks. The wife just says, she can't see it, Clark. Her eyes are frozen. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't That's remember that. In my head. I don't remember you that waking up in this tent. It was so bad. It was so bad. And, and anyway moral of the story i had a friend to warm, to warm me up so you know two what? are better than one two are better than one right um yeah. and yeah man i just i had forgotten about that but when i thought i was gonna die i really did <laughs> i thought i was gonna freeze to death in the mountains it's like this is it so anyway yes search for friends within your church body yeah. and that's not saying that you can't be friends with people outside of your church but we should be careful um not that like those people are like absolutely dangerous and gonna like turn on you physically it's not physically really that we're um emphasizing like caution on it's more spiritually sheep's clothing to yeah. people that don't have your best interests at heart yeah and when we talk about finding people in the church or you know being able to relate to people who share your beliefs and share the belief in jesus and the word and being able to relate on that level yeah. can be really helpful because then you can work through problems or you can talk about things together and have helpful discussion with each other, be able to re- relate to things on different kinds of levels. Because I have friends who aren't Christians and we'll talk about our differences or maybe different kinds of faith, but it's a different level when you have somebody who shares that belief. It almost yeah. goes a little bit deeper because you can relate to things on a different level. Um, working out problems is mm-hmm. so different because yeah. maybe they're working from a worldly perspective and you're trying to work from a biblical perspective. Yeah. Same thing if like you were to get into a relationship <laughs> with somebody who wasn't a Christian. Sorry. <laughs> Manny. <laughs> My husband's setting up his playpen and he's just <laughs> like, ah, I'll just look at that later. Uh, yeah, no, good point, though. You don't know really, like, well, yeah, and that's not to say that everyone who's, like, not in the church is going against, like, it, it, sometimes it will line up with the Bible. Like, I've had friends that are, like, saying things. I'm like, oh, funny. Like, that's weird how much that kind of lines up with how I've been taught to handle conflict. And then I've had friends where I'm like, I will not be doing that. Thank you (laughs) for your input, but that is not very Christ-like and whatever. And so, yeah, no, you just want to be cautious about these things because, you know, they do have an effect on you who you, you, you are who you hang around, right? Like they say like, you're like the summation of the five 
people closest to you right Mm -hmm. give or take like you know but it's just it's something to think about and um mostly what i'm where i'm getting this from is first corinthians 1533 which says do not be deceived evil Mm -hmm. company corrupts good habits Mm -hmm. and again we're not trying to like villainize people we're just saying (laughs) to be cautious because people can people are deceptive you know human nature is sin nature and so you just want to be be cautious about who you're hanging around well and if you noticed unhealthy habits in your friends it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to break off the friendship entirely but maybe you take a step back you're not as close with that person you don't share all the details with that person but you continue to pray for that person you continue to love that person you continue to check up on them Mm -hmm. but maybe you're not best buddies but you want the best for that person yeah we're not saying oh you see something that might be kind of sketchy and just run out of there yeah, <laughs> run out on no. that person don't abandon now if you're seeing very yeah. habitual habits that keep popping up and keep happening and this person is not treating you well then that is a completely different situation <laughs> yeah, you should definitely pay attention to certain things like you can come at them in love and say hey like this is something that's you know that it goes against um what i believe it, or or it's hurtful and whatever it is and have like you know communication is good mm-hmm. in friendships as much as it is and any relationship really yeah. um and yeah you know you just want to be um aware of those things you don't want to abandon them either because you don't know you could be the only source of god in their life which i know sure. is a lot of pressure for a lot of people and i'm not saying to like put that pressure on yourself i'm just saying to take into account that like we're called to be Christ well, bearers, to, image bearers, right? And you he's, have to remind yourself too that if you're having that pressure put on you and you feel responsible for their salvation, at the end of the day, you're not responsible for those, yeah. their salvation. That's what their heart and their connection to yeah. Jesus, we just pour into those people as much as we possibly can, pray for those people. And pray that Christ would have an impact on their heart. But yeah. if you're putting the pressure where I cannot get out of this unhealthy relationship with this person because their salvation is on my shoulders, that's not true. I I I would be very cautious to put all of that pressure and keep yourself in a situation that is either bad, really, really bad for you or dangerous for you, um, especially when it comes to your faith. And mm-hmm. uh, I like what you talked about about making friends in the body and proverbs twenty seven seventeen, iron sharpens iron and man sharpens another so we want people that are going to uplift us and keep us accountable and um encourage us in our walk with god as the most important relationship in our life yeah and if people are surpassing that or they're pulling you away from that then there's an issue then there's a problem yeah and i've i've also i've heard this conversation before and i've heard people like but what about jesus like he ate with sinners like or he's you know he ate with tax collectors and stuff and all these things right and i think that's really important to focus on like like we're saying we're not saying to just abandon ship when someone Mm -hmm. doesn't believe what you believe we're just saying to love them well and your christian friends are gonna mess up too yeah (laughs) we're taught forgiveness in friendships is key too and like you said good communication is key Mm -hmm. and understanding that 
everybody here in this party is human and we're mm-hmm. all going to make human mistakes mm-hmm. and you have to be able to work through some things that's why i wanted to differentiate earlier of talking about repeated habits where somebody is constantly going against you or trying to put you in danger or deteriorating your mental health or your faith in your walk mm-hmm. there there's a very strong difference there in who shows to be a good friend or not a good friend in yeah. your situation yeah no 100 percent. so yes go forth with caution mm-hmm. but make sure that you're loving them fully like the same as everyone else just use wisdom mm-hmm. yeah um okay what's your uh, next point i have a point that is Trying to keep a band of best friends may not be sustainable, and that is okay. Mm-hmm. I think we've actually spoken about this in a previous episode. I specifically draw this from Proverbs 18.24. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And I think sometimes either it's posted out on social media or we see it in other groups other cliques where a bunch of people are hanging out and saying that they're really really best friends which is very possible and probable and that might just be the situation for them but i think we put a lot of pressure of oh we need to gather and collect all of these best friends and if i'm not then i'm not doing well Mm -hmm. and maybe neglecting a really really close friendship or just one or two or you know three friends that are really really close to you and not maybe nurturing those relationships because you're looking at another hill thinking that the grass is greener over there mm-hmm. and wondering why you don't have 18 friends that you consistently hang out with where it may not be sustainable if you can't fully pour into those relationships and give something to them and you feel drained all the time you don't feel um loved or that you can pour out to other people yeah it's not going to be sustainable and those friendships are going to fall apart and then you're going to beat yourself up even more so i think you know taking the focus back and maybe thinking hey i've got these couple of friends and it's not a massive group but these are my really close friends these are people that treat me well that give me good wisdom that i can have good conversation with that i've known for however long (laughs) yeah Cherish and i are coming up on 11 years here (laughs) that's pretty crazy yes quality over quantity it's if you have a lot of friends there's no shade honestly like that's that's great you've been blessed in that capacity well they may be at different levels too yeah you have friends and best friends and people that feel more like sisters than they do like friends Mm -hmm. it can come at different levels and that doesn't diminish what you have with that friend yeah but it can be different and it can be at different levels so that you can pour into that person yeah properly mm-hmm. i get that 100 percent. all righty here's here's one that i've heard before but not too often honestly mm. um but friendships could range in age and mm-hmm. i think we think you know <laughs> Oh man, I have to be friends. All with my this friends person. are exactly my age. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Um, but w- specifically, when I when I say this, I mean like you know, seek a mentor 
or friend, mm-hmm. um, someone who loves the Lord and loves others well and and is like able to pour into you and just talk about life and you lo- can learn from, you know, mm-hmm. and also to like seek to be that person, seek to grow and to become the quote unquote older woman that the Bible speaks of, you know, and so mm-hmm. um, specifically when I s- am thinking of this, I think of my own situation. I have um a really close friend of mine mentor turned friend i mm-hmm. love her so much her name is debbie and she's awesome and i get to hang out with her and we get to catch up and it's literally like the best time like i'm so excited every time we get to meet and mm-hmm. so um i'm refer- referencing referencing my goodness referencing titus t- <laughs> i said titus t- Titus, <laughs> Titus, Titus, the Titus, too. <laughs> Titus, the Titus. <laughs> oh man, um, Titus two verses three through four, which says the older women likewise that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands and to love their children, mm-hmm. and essentially in Titus two, um, there's. It, it's touching on context wise touching on you know the church and the qualities of a sound church and why it's important for um young women to seek older women out as friends or mentors you know there's so much wisdom to be had and in life and if they've lived longer than you chances are they've they've somehow come upon more wisdom than you right and i just think that that's something to really think about that can be a really fruitful relationship and and also, <laughs> you're not always seeking like so, uh, uh, this. When we're talking about friendships, it's not always like it has to serve you. It's not what we're saying. We're just saying that you want to be like stretched and you want to grow in your faith and your relationship with God. And God's done a great job of providing community where I'm grown and I'm stretched. And that's through my mentor. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a that's a really good one. I think that we can. um I, I see a lot in this uh, our generation and maybe younger generations that they have nothing to learn from the older generations because yeah because either it's outdated or we've moved past that or you're not hip anymore you're not cool you don't understand the environment where the Bible says that we're specifically supposed to learn from them yeah and if you stick yourself in situations where you're only friends with your age group or even younger than your age group you're not going to learn (laughs) you're not going to be able to grow people Mm -hmm. aren't going to be able to tell you or give you information about their situations and how they moved on or scripture that helped them you know those kinds of things that we could really use in our life now i would also say that it's important to look for friends you can look for friends outside of your you know, current situation, but it's important to look for friends too who are going through the same mm, life events that you are as well and finding friends in that community. Because if you're Mm -hmm. a friend who only has single friends who like to go out, who have a more free schedule or just working or, you know, or even dating somebody and you're married and you have a kid even or something you're not going to be able to relate to them on things Mm -hmm. or be able to talk about as many things even for the sanctity of your own 
marriage and discussing that and maybe even protecting your single friends. And that can weigh heavy on you when you don't have people like that to relate to. So I would also encourage people to find even if even if you're a single person and all you strive for is to be married and with a child but you only have married friends with kids and then they can't relate to what you're going through as Cherish just raised her hands. That's not true. That's fair. I've gotten a couple good ones that don't have kids or a spouse yet. But then they can't they can't relate to your situation that you're going to. Yeah. They just know, well, we're in a relationship now and we have a kid now or we can't hang out as often because we have children or because we're spending time with our spouse or, you know, all mm-hmm. of those different factors. So different people for different life events are also good and yeah. will help you feel more connected. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I've gone through that before, especially like I've been in that place and a lot of those life changes came while I was in college, mm. experiencing other life changes. <laughs> so yeah. I did struggle through college in some degree. Like, you know, I was surrounded by community, but it was hard to plug in. And I mean, God provided, thankfully, I did get some of those friends. And some of them I have had conversations with, like, my friends are getting married and having babies. And I'm just like over here chilling. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, me too. Like, it's it's weird, isn't it? I'm like, straight up. So weird. <laughs> um, but no, like, God's been so faithful to provide in that way. But yeah, it is good to have friends that like you can relate to. Obviously, if you're not relating to them, I don't know how you'd be friends with them anyway. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, just like, uh, not like just an acquaintance, but like an actual friend, someone mm-hmm. you just get to discuss life events with and well and I remember before my husband and I even got engaged when we were surrounded by people and I you know didn't have as many friends that were not in a relationship or not even thinking about married but I could see people around me starting to make that leap and then all of a sudden you feel that pressure like you said about oh I'm running behind now or I'm not where we should be or you know, maybe we need to make this jump now, you know, yeah. rather than really thinking about your own personal situation. <laughs> when mm-hmm. you're surrounded by that, you get influenced to be like that. It's mm-hmm. it's a hard road. It's fascinating. Yeah, I've been through it a couple of <laughs> times. It's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point, though. I, I would agree with you there. Uh, I also wanted to talk about assessing where your friend is at and maybe they don't need to be attached at the hip right now I think sometimes it can be difficult seeing as we're talking on life events um when we feel that a really close friend is maybe pulling away a little bit because of life events going on whether it's a job their health a spouse a child all of those different things and maybe we feel like something is wrong with the relationship But maybe it just needs to be that we have to analyze, okay, what does that person need right now? Mm. How can I serve them like you were talking about? Can I be praying about them more? Checking in on texts? Can I just drop off meals or coffee? (laughs) Yeah. My friend down the street just had a baby. And I was like, I don't even have to come in and hang out with you. Just (laughs) I can drop coffee at your door and I will leave you alone. (laughs) Yeah. But 
there doesn't necessarily have to be something wrong with your relationship but i think when those life events pop up and we feel that person pulling away because something else is there we you notice that distance and it it can feel hard like even even when you cherish went and moved to arizona for college and i i I felt so much ache in my heart because i was so used to having you here all the time and I, I I didn't know at that point where to assess our friendship because, you know, we weren't hanging out all the time. But there were different ways that we could talk, like mm-hmm. FaceTiming and calling or sending each other memes like <laughs> and yeah. funny videos and hanging out whenever you came into town. It's just a different life event. And we had to adjust our friendship based on that and know yep. that we would still be OK on the other side of that. Yeah, I get that. For me, it was when Hope and Manny were getting married. I was <laughs> tripping out. Like, I was just like, here are my two friends from high school. And, and they're leaving and me. And now they're just <laughs> leaving me. I was like, I'm going to be just left behind. I'm an abandoned child. Mm. And oh, man, I can't explain the feeling I felt. Part of it was like, well, okay, this is going to sound bad, but it's not meant to sound this bad. But part of it was like dread because I was like, I'm losing them. Like, I'm yeah. not going to be able to just hang out like all the time and stuff. And I'm blessed that I get to see him as much as I do. But and I get like life situations changed. But I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is such a different dynamic. What am I going to do? You know, the relationship is now going to be different. Yeah. It's not going to be the same as it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was a lot. And so I don't deal with change very well. <laughs> so. We've spoken about Cherish's immense fear of change, which we all have. But <laughs> it's just I just like things that are dependable. This yeah. is why I love the Lord. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can yes. trust you. Focus on him oh, in the crazy man. changing world. <laughs> yeah, no, really. Like, I think, and then, and then it's funny because I never really expressed how I was feeling, but it was totally obvious to the point where Hope got me a ring and wrote me vows, guys. Like the night before my wedding. <laughs> yeah, it was a mess. And then I still, I'm wearing the ring now. I wear it every day. And I literally was a mess, like sobbing. And I was like, oh. She had to write vows to me. She's gonna leave. <laughs> There's, she felt the need to. Do but it's fine. It turned out. It's it works. It works out well, guys. Um. <laughs> anyway, so if your friends are getting married, don't panic. <laughs> Just enjoy the the season. Yeah. No, I don't know why I was panicking. Like, where was Manny gonna go with you? <laughs> That I would not go after you. I know. Like, and if we are going, we've like, spoken about the commune for so long. You'd be living there anyway. I just think it's so funny because in my mind, I was like, he's taking her away. <laughs> but like, he's right down the street. <laughs> like, uh, and also, I'm friends with Manny. Like, we were friends before <laughs> Hope were even dating. It was like so a total was stranger so was coming. I know. Yeah. It was like, I, I know your family. Like, we go to the same church. <laughs> It was just my it dad calls you his fourth daughter. There's he did. Of, he called me his fourth daughter, there. and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's happening!" After ten years, I finally made it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fine. It brought so much joy to my heart, though. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I've made it." Anyway, mm. change is inevitable. <laughs> you know, so that's all to say. Panicking, 
just don't just don't no. worry about tomorrow you know sufficient hesitates so put troubles. your trust in the lord <laughs> yeah amen amen do you have yeah. another point for us oh yeah i do oh yeah uh, <laughs> yes so back to my point about seeking to grow to become the um older woman the mentor whatever it is like mm. that doesn't mean that you have to necessarily age to, to become <laughs> I think that that wisdom comes with age, right? So there, mm-hmm. uh, there is wisdom in that. But I mean, I mean, like seeking the Lord with your whole heart, like you know, remain in the Word and repent when necessary, and don't let the world and your flesh hinder your relationship with the Lord, because you can very well help people that are like you know, like for me, like I find that sometimes I'm like relating to preteens and stuff or like you know teenagers and i'm just like wow this is so weird because you think like i'm not fit enough to be a mentor i'm not old enough or whatever it may be but like you're totally qualified if god calls you to be there like he's going to equip you right and Mm. so um for for, oh excuse me i start choking on air um (laughs) well sometimes those younger kids and those preteens might even have a harder time relating to somebody that's so much older than them mm-hmm. rather than relating to somebody who just did college or mm-hmm. you know married young or whatever and you can give them advice on where they are now because it's a shorter time distance between you two yeah and i mean i i remember being a fourth grader and looking up to the seventh graders you know like <laughs> i thought they were so big yeah exactly I thought they exactly were so big. yeah but you know i mean the those preteens and the young kids i'm sorry to tell you guys if you're in your early 20s like us they think we're old yeah i've been called we're already old. there i've been we're called old. old before and i'm like what what do you mean i was born in 2001 <laughs> Do you know how long ago that was? Not long. <laughs> Listen, this is with the craze going through Sephora with all those 10-year-olds running around. That blows Pointing my at mind. people and calling them old. I'm not ready for that kind of rejection. <laughs> Somebody get your kid. Check your child, dude. Check they should child. not be doing that. Yeah. What happened to, like, manners? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah. So there is wisdom in a relationship with God. And if you read Proverbs 2, um, you know, you'll... You'll learn more about that, but specifically Proverbs 2, 6 through 11, it says, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Mm-hmm. He stores up wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the path of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity and every good path. When mm-hmm. wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you. It's crazy because <laughs> the word, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but like you think like it's the breathing word of God, like God breathed, like yeah. that word is alive and there's so much wisdom in it. Mm. Um, and you know, it literally says when wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you and understanding will keep you. And I just think that that's pretty fantastic, honestly. Yeah. And so, you know try try to you want to seek to grow and this is like if this is the point that you have to focus on right now like you don't if you have nothing else in your life for example 
I'll use myself for this because um, a hope is a wife, a mom, a friend, a daughter. Mm-hmm. You name it, she's there apparently. And so I'm like, <laughs> she's got it. with everything, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> but I'm just like, you know, like she has these reasons to seek to grow. Like she has to mm-hmm. raise a child in the word like to know the lord and she has to hold her husband accountable and submit to him and he has to do love her like the church and like there's so many different things to look at but like for me single not a mom very much just in this really relaxed state of life currently (laughs) um no but like you know like for me i want to seek to grow still although it seems that i don't have this like list of reasons i yeah, still do to my in my own sense for my own season of life right the opportunity to devote and further your understanding and your knowledge in christ's word and your relationship with him mm-hmm. yeah is almost if you're a married person you will know that time is envious for us because we have all of these distractions you almost look at a single person and feel some kind of envy because you know maybe i don't have all of the time in the world or to sit down and read my bible or do a devotional really think through and i can feel like i'm falling behind of those people mm-hmm. that have more time to become more knowledgeable or yeah. for their re- their relationship or go you get to go out and go experience all of these new things you were talking about a job and montana where you're going and wrangling cows like <laughs> you think so highly of me thank you <laughs> well, you've are, you've gone and experienced such amazing things and been an incredible light to people you've gone and done summer camps up in washington and gone Hey-o. and you know spoken life into these kids are at your college and getting together friends and talking to them and having strengthening your relationships with people and speaking life into your nieces and your nephews it's amazing and it's something not I don't want to downplay because you know I don't want to be one of those people in the church that looks down upon somebody who's single because you haven't been called <laughs> yeah. to being married Wait, right please now. don't add that pressure to me please <laughs> I can't handle it <laughs> yeah it's pretty fascinating, but thank you. That's so kind. <laughs> All this to say, guys, <laughs> wisdom protects you from falling when your friend falls, hmm. and it can also encourage them in the way of righteousness when they stumble, um, and hopefully vice versa, you know? Mm-hmm. So my final point is just to pray about it. That actually should have been my first point. <laughs> Hold on. Guys, pray about pray it. About Let's your make that. Okay, point. Pray about it. Cool. So, <laughs> we, glad we said that. Pray for community. Plug into community when you have any options small groups, midweek ministries, host a Bible study, get mm. some coffee, like take some girls out, treat people to like, <gasps> you know, like a little lunch or something and talk about the word, but stretch through fellowship. Mm-hmm. I, I know that some people aren't too keen on hanging around after church. They're like, that was a long message. I'm going to go home and rest, right? Mm-hmm. But like, just take the opportunity to stretch and to connect with others because you're probably not the only person struggling to find community if you are struggling if not there's probably someone struggling that's like man i wish someone would just like look my way and smile and like create Mm -hmm. conversation so go ahead and take that leap and just do it for the lord okay (laughs) 
you literally stole my last point. My last point is create the environment you seek. As somebody who's introverted, hosting or the idea of just inviting people into my safe space that I retreat to can be nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. But, you know, God doesn't want us to keep our doors closed all the time to people. So if you feel like you're not being invited to some of these groups or these hangouts or these dinners, start hosting at your own home invite people have dinner at your house have brunch with the girls have a coffee date if you're seeking to have a deeper relationship with somebody who's maybe not jumped in to like seek you out ask them out to coffee to get to know them a little bit better you know make that first step because like you said maybe that person is thinking the exact same thing you are of i'm isolated People don't want to talk to me. I wish somebody would just come up to me. Mm-hmm. And we tend to bury our heads and just kind of sit back and think, oh, woe is me. Like, nobody's doing this for me. But are you doing it for other people? Yeah. Are you seeking out those friendships? Are you seeking out those relationships? I've put myself at such a, oh, what's the word that I'm looking at? Um, Just a lack or Are you putting, talking about like a disadvantage? Yeah, putting thank you. That's the word. Putting myself <laughs> at a disadvantage because I've told myself that for so many years of why is why am I not getting invited to these things? Why why don't I get to go? But I'm I'm not seeking those people out. I'm just burying my head in the sand and hoping somebody will drag me along for the ride, you know, <laughs> rather than opening my home, hosting some things, taking people out to coffee getting to know them better, seeking people out after church. Yeah. You could be that person for somebody else rather than expecting it to just happen to you. That's fair. That makes so much sense. It's a two-way street. (laughs) That's like any relationship, right? Like there has to be effort put forth, you know. How are they going to know if you don't make an effort? I feel like I'm speaking to myself that's a big one for all relationships put effort into your relationships that you already have yeah because they will fizzle out and they will dry out and that friend will feel like you don't care anymore so put put uh my goodness put energy into those relationships that you already have but also put the energies into seeking the relationships that you crave yep sick dang Solid, dude. Are we done? Did we finish? Big, nasty, <laughs> Guys, it's the end of the episode. Man. You made it if you're still here. <laughs> I know. that was. A, I hope you had a good cup of coffee or tea or much or some because yeah. that was that was quite long. I'm not sure how long it was, <laughs> but it was long. <laughs> but, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Mm-hmm. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please... Please, please leave a review and be sure to follow uh, um, follow the Latte Lowdown on Instagram and subscribe yes. to our podcast channel so that you get notified when we post, which is about 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time Every on Mondays. Monday. So, yeah, we just hope that you enjoyed this. Let us know your thoughts. Message us if you have any questions. We'd love to hear your guys' suggestions. Yeah. We really do. We we, we do because it's interesting coming up with topics that you guys want to hear. So <laughs> we don't know what you want to hear unless you tell us. <laughs> communication. <laughs> um. Anyway. Be a good friend. Be a good <laughs> friend to us. Communicate with me. <laughs> yeah, I know. But we, we love you guys and we hope you have a blessed day or whatever time of day you're watching this. 
Yeah. We just hope that you feel love from us and Jesus loves you. And that's really what's important here. So anyway, <laughs> we love you guys and we'll see you in the next episode. All right, bye guys. Bye. Bye.